Had a good Saturday morning to you, Andy, taking the day off today. And as promised, Luke Panic from Linda's Construction. He, among other things, among many things, actually, is the deck and porch specialist uh, with Linda's Construction, a man of many hats who wears many hats. Luke, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Denny? I'm doing quite well. Hope you and your family are as well. I'm glad to, glad to have you join us uh, this morning. I've been uh, mentioning here earlier this morning that you'd be joining us talking about decks, but really anything. If you, uh, if you're new to the show, uh, again, thanks for joining us. But Luke, uh, Luke Panic, Luke, you've been, you've been in the construction business. What? Pretty much, <laughs> I think, as I recall, pretty much your whole life, right? That's true. I took four years off in college, but uh, other than that, I've been involved with some level of construction for quite some time. Yeah, and uh, the, the same holds true with Linda's construction. I know you've zeroed in on uh, things like decks and porches and out there. You know, one of the things I want to talk about that really intrigues me, and I think about it every year as we head into the spring and summer. Uh, by the way, before I even ask you my question, let me give uh, folks our uh, text number and the phone number. It's the same number. If you want to call and chat with uh, Luke, great. If it's easier for you to send Luke your text question, that's fine, too. But here's the number to remember, 651-461-9226. Don't wait. If you think of a question, shoot it to us either by phone or by text. We want to help you out before the end of the show. 651-461-9226. Again, my question is uh, outdoor kitchens. Uh, I don't know how long that, that has been in vogue, if I can use that term, but it's something that's always intrigued me. And uh, are you guys at Linda seeing uh, more interest in that or still in a continued interest in outdoor kitchens? And what does that mean, actually? What are outdoor kitchens? Well, you know, I, I think really what it means is something a little bit fancier than just a, a grill that's on a cart. Uh, more of a, a built-in kitchen that reminds you of your kitchen indoors. You know, there's some countertop space. There's a, maybe one or two different types of cooking apparatus and, and maybe there's a uh, an outdoor refrigerator or a drink station or a built-in cooler things like that that make it uh, just more convenient and comfortable outside i think and easier to entertain are people asking linda's to to, to you know build such a thing you know or like uh, pizza ovens things like that yeah exactly um and and we're starting to get involved uh in it more so we we recently uh partnered with uh, a really good manufacturer called Napoleon, who makes uh, really good outdoor cooking equipment. For, uh, for years, it seems uh, my knowledge of outdoor kitchens has always been one that's kind of built into a landscape setting with patios and uh, retaining walls and, you know, that type of application. And so when Napoleon came out with a, um, a product line designed for uh, the surface of decks, um, I got real interested in it. So uh, I've had some requests for it, and now we've kind of gone full scale, and we're going to offer uh, outdoor kitchens with our decks. So the, we're really excited about it. It's really neat-looking stuff. Well, that's a great idea. What a nice connection. Uh, again, if you have mm-hmm. any kind of a, a construction home improvement question, especially if you want, have a question about decks or decking or porches, things like that, or outdoor kitchens, uh, why don't you call us or text us? Six five one four six one nine two two six. Speaking of calls, I think Luke that Dick is calling in from Fergus Falls uh, this morning. Dick, uh, thanks for calling. What's your question for Luke Panic? 
Yeah, thank you. Uh, we put on a brown-treated, uh, installed a new deck in 2000, May of 2018, then put a clear stain on it in uh, the next summer, 2019. Question is, how can we tell whether it should be refinished now? And then if it should be the, the actual process of cleaning and pre prepping it. Very good. You know the product that you used, Dick? Uh, it was a Sherwin-Williams. Okay. Well, Sherwin-Williams makes pretty good stuff. Um, I, what I would advise you to do is, since it's been 2000, you stained it in 2019, so I would say definitely, because it's a clear finish, wash it and put that finish on it again. I wouldn't go more than two years. And the reason is, is if you start to see it peeling or flaking or mold growing, or you start to see that wear and tear, it's hard to get rid of that wear and tear. So you're always best off to be ahead of it. I would grab a, uh, just any, pick a brand of, of deck cleaner or brightener, wash off the deck, let it dry good and put that coat on, put that extra coat on while it looks good. Don't wait for it to look bad. It, it's much easier to just have to clean the deck and recoat it than it is to have to sand off uh, mold or peeling, flaking, you know, product. So I, I would advise to stay ahead of it. And you're, you're two years down the road, so I don't think you're too too soon at all. You know, that uh, that would, you and I have talked. I advise to stay ahead of it. And you're, you're two years down the road, so I don't think you're too too soon at all. You know, that... Uh... That wood you and I have talked about when you were visiting our house here, that kiln-dried stuff. Can you use, and I should have asked you this, maybe I did, uh, things like Sickens or uh, or uh, Penifin on, on that product? Or, or I can't remember what we talked about. What what can be used on yeah. that, that particular wood? Yeah, any it's it's no different than any okay. other wood. It's uh, it's it's just it's it's been kiln dried, so it's it's ready for a coating sooner than other woods. Usually, you know, because of the moisture content, wood isn't ready to be uh, stained oh, right yeah. away. So you need to yeah. let it let it weather, and and that's what's you know what the hard part. You let it weather, you let it turn gray. Now you got to get it back from gray back to looking good before you can stain it. So the KDAT stuff, the kiln dried wood is uh is ready almost immediately so uh that's the real benefit of it but as far as what it, it'll you can use on it whatever your favorite product whatever. is it's uh well that's yeah, good to whatever know. all right we're going to take a quick break here luke uh, invite our listeners to join in other folks are sending in uh, text messages as we speak if you have a question about any kind of a home improvement project if you have a question about decks here's the guy you want to talk to uh luke panic from Linda's Construction. Call it in or text it in, 651-461-9226. Again, call or text your question. Uh, we move back to 21 degrees in the Twin Cities. If you want to call it a daytime high today, we're going to reach near 34, uh, only near 32 for your Sunday tomorrow, but we should see sunshine both today and tomorrow. Again, 21 degrees currently in the Twin Cities on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here on CCO every Saturday, thanks to Linda's Construction, every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. This morning, Luke Panic, the deck and port specialist for Linda's Construction, is with us uh, and answering any kind of a, really, any kind of a home improvement question, not to limit it, uh, but if you especially have any kind of a deck question, 
uh, porch question, outdoor kitchen question, uh, anything uh, that's on your mind, you call it in or text it in at 651 461 9226. Let's grab a phone call, uh, Luke from uh, Kelly, calling in from Andover this morning. Kelly, you're on with uh, Luke. What's your question, please? Hi, Luke. Good morning. Calling about a porch facing east and a deck facing west that was painted early spring of 21 um, with a a Sherwin Williams latex product. We did hire somebody to do it. And it just, it, I don't know if it's workmanship or product, but the uh, painter did agree it needs to be redone. He called it a product fail. I am wondering if we should try to get him to shift gears and go to an oil-based product. And if so, um, I'm assuming all of the latex product that was put on needs to be sanded off. Curious to know what your thoughts are on oil-based versus latex for porch and deck and um, procedure to change from latex to oil-based. Are you talking about porch and deck floors, Kelly? Oh, she's gone. She's listening on the radio. Okay. Um, I assume that we're talking about the floors. Um, It's unfortunately um, a big mistake to put a latex product um on on a deck floor or a porch floor it's just not very durable and it it, it's too it doesn't adhere the adhesion process is not good enough for a floor so if you're going to put if you're going to put a solid paint or even a semi-solid on a deck floor or a porch floor it's got to be uh in my opinion needs to be an oil-based product um and so, and, and for what, what that just means is the easiest way to tell is when you look on the can and it says where it says clean up, if you have to clean your brush with water, uh, it's not what you're looking for. A water-soluble product is going to be some sort of a latex or acrylic. You want to use something that says you got to clean your brush with mineral spirits, and then you know it's an oil-based uh, product that uh, the solvent in it is uh, mineral spirits, and that the resin that's left behind is an alkyd-based. It's far better adhesion. Uh, however, in order to speak on the process, in order for that uh, adhesion process to take place by the alkyd by the alkyd resin, you have to completely re- remove the latex product. So she, Kelly is correct in that she needs to get all of that sanded off so that that oil-based product can bite to the wood well uh, and, and hold. It, it it will still require uh, maintenance, but it should not peel or crack or peel off near as easily as the latex product. So uh, hopefully she can get that tackled. Yeah, get it off there, that latex stuff for sure. Uh, This uh, texter says this, Luke, I will be removing a second floor deck and building new directly below the deck is a walkout with a large concrete patio. Because the second floor is cantilevered, I was told attaching the deck to that is no longer allowed. Any thoughts on this, Texter wants to know. Yeah, that's a common problem, um, and it, it, it's a real challenge if the whole house or the whole main floor is cantilevered because there's no place to frame around it. Oftentimes, you know, a kitchen in a kitchen area, maybe where there's a patio door, a lot of times the kitchen will bump out and just a, you know, say 10 or 12 feet of the room is cantilevered out. In that case, you can frame around it and put a flush beam in around that and take the weight off 
of that cantilever. The issue is, Denny, is that those those floor joists in the house are sticking out like a diving board past the foundation. And so they are designed generally to only carry that load. So if you hang deck joists on there with a ledger board and, and joist hangers, you're adding a significant load that it's not designed to handle. Uh, so it just depends. Uh, but it, so what do you do? Let's say the whole back of the house is cantilevered um, and you don't have a place where you can frame around to, to remove that load. What you have to do is you have to have some posts basically up against the house or near the house, wherever that cantilever is sticking out 24 inches. You can put a beam basically near the house, uh, put a post on each end and remove the load from that cantilever. Uh, it's kind of a pain in the neck, but most of the time um, there's a way around it so that you don't have to do that. It just it just depends on the house. Mm. Man, what an issue. Uh, here again yeah. is our phone number. It's also our text number, 651-461-9226. Any kind of a home improvement question. But again, since Luke is with us today, uh, we'll zero in on uh, decks and decking if you have that kind of a uh, question. Um, here's one that said, uh, text that says, we're getting some estimates on replacing our railing on our deck and are more surprised than we thought we would be on the cost of it. Would it save us money to remove the old railings ourselves? Yeah, generally there is a, when we look at a project, there's cost involved with taking off the old railing and disposing of it. If homeowner does that uh, themselves, uh, whoever's building the deck, I would think would give them some credit for that. I know we do. If someone wants to remove uh, a deck themselves uh, and dispose of it, there's uh, people can save a couple thousand dollars, uh, you know, so that's there can be some real savings. Uh, but it depends on who you're working with, you know, it's just, you know, I don't know if, uh, you know, who they're dealing with, but usually that would, there is some labor involved, so there would be some savings to be had. I uh, was thinking, I uh, was recently looking at the rains, I was looking out the window thinking as they were, the rains were falling and my leaf guard gutters were, uh, really doing their job in watering my lawn, et cetera, really handling that water. And we talk about those leaf guard gutters a lot. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Did I hear there's free installation on those things? Yeah, right now we're we're having a, a special on leaf guard. Um, we usually only do this during the state fair, but we've got free install labor on uh, leaf guard here. We're anxious to get our leaf guard crews up and going and and uh, so it's, if you're if you're even thinking about gutters, this is going to be the least expensive month to buy them probably all year. So it's a great chance to get a good deal on leaf gutter, at least the best deal of the year. And the best gutter uh, around. Uh, we've talked about it for years, I think over 20 years now since we've had ours installed. So it's it's it really is a tremendous product and it does work. So well. Yeah, it works great. Really, yeah, good housekeeping seal. It's like 32 inches of rain an hour. It's an amazing product. All right. Uh, I'm getting signaled that we need to take a break and see if uh, spring is ever going to happen here in CCO land. So hang hang on, Luke. We're going to have about another half hour of the show to go. Don't, uh, don't forget, if you have any kind of home improvement question, any kind, but specifically if you have a question about decks or decking, uh, Luke is uh, the specialist in that area as well with Linda's Construction, decks, porches. And again, we kind of started off the conversation about outdoor kitchens. Whatever your question may be here on our Home Improvement Show, call it in or text it in, 651-461-9226. The weather is coming up next here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO.
And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. That is the, uh, uh, if you want to check out the website, lindusconstruction.com, but you can call. Uh, we've given you a new number, 844-9-LINDUS, if you need things like insulation or maybe a new roof or get those uh, leaf guard gutters Luke and I were talking about. Uh, 844-9-LINDUS, that'll get you to Linda's Construction. Uh, if you're just joining us, thank you for doing so. Uh, Luke Panic is in for Andy today. Luke, as you, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know Luke is the deck and port specialist, among other things, with uh, Linda's Construction. You don't have to have a deck question, but if you do, I recommend you give Luke a call or a text today and uh, get the, that question answered. 651-461-9226 is both the phone call and the text number. 651 461 9226. Luke, uh, here's one. It uh, says, Good morning, Pat from Brooklyn Park. Wondering about insulation and how much one should have. Also, what's the best way to determine if I have enough in the ceiling uh, ceiling and side walls? What would you recommend the, the, that uh, Pat does? Well, the best way is to you got to look in the attic and take a peek up there. Usually, uh, what you're going to see is uh, loose, blown-in insulation. And one of two things is most common is you're going to see either fiberglass that's either pink or white, and it looks like uh, cotton candy, or it's going to be ground-up newspaper called cellulose. Either of those um, should be about 18 to 20 inches in depth. So if you shove a tape measure down to the ceiling, uh, you should have about that. That'll give you uh, an R50, which is what we recommend for uh, an attic where we live. In the walls, it's certainly difficult to determine that um, without some uh, infrared imaging. Uh, if you have a, a two-by-four thick wall and it's insulated with fiberglass, you usually have an R11. If it's a two-by-six wall, uh, it'll have, and it's filled with fiberglass, it'll have an R19. Brand new insulation uh, is a little bit more dense if you were to buy it, and you increase those R values to R13 and R21 with normal fiberglass. So th- those are the amounts. That's what you're looking for, um, and that's one certainly one component of an efficient attic in a healthy attic. Uh, more importantly, however, is it's uh, how well it's air sealed to prevent air from flowing from the you know your your normal living space into your attic. So it's a combination of those two things that are most uh, most important to take you know, a look at. I was thinking, too, Luke, what might be the best way, at least there's something I did uh, several years ago, a couple of different times, is I hired Lindis to come out. In fact, if, you, you know, if you, you're not sure, Lindis will come out, and uh, this is a free service, you know, come out, they'll inspect your attic and your whole insulation spaces and uh, say, here's what you need or don't need, and uh, it's free, you know, and then if you decide to go with them like I did, uh, you, you get it done with uh, with by these professionals. But, uh, hey, it's, it's a free uh, first visit, right, Luke? That's right. Most companies charge a fee for it. We do not. We'll come out and do, we call it a heat map, but what, basically what that means is we're going to walk around and analyze your house uh, as best we can um, with the tools. We have a lot of interesting tools that, um, you know, we, for example, we use humidistats in your house. We use uh, infrared imaging. Um, we have moisture meters. Uh, all these types of things are ways for us to measure 
we can measure with these little scientific tools to tell us real facts, you know. So we're not guessing. We're using real data on the house and, and trying to figure out what's going on and, and if we can help it. Now, sometimes, uh, sometimes the house, um, you know, is great and, and they really can't do anything. Sometimes homes need to be improved with their mechanical heating and cooling system. If you have a cold room in your house, insulation might be the 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 solution but also it might not be it may be insulated fine it's just you've got a, a you know it's not designed well from the hvac system so it just depends but we we go out and look at it for free uh you know and sometimes we can help uh with insulation and sometimes we can't yeah at least you'll know all right again but at least uh, you'll know. yeah and that's uh, that's important and again the phone number is 844-9-LINDUS l-i-n-d-u-s 844-9-LINDUS easy number to remember our phone number is also our text number if you have, uh, especially th- today with Luke, a, a deck or decking kind of question. But really, uh, we'll take any kind of a home improvement question at 651-461-9226. Uh, here's one. It says, I stained my new cedar deck with sickened stain, and it peels so badly, especially where the sun hits it. And when I shovel the snow off, the stain comes up with then also. What did I do wrong? And what should I do now? Should I use a different stain is the question. Oh, frustrating, uh, I feel, for this person because if you've ever looked at a can of Sickens, it is not cheap. No. And I, it, uh, and, and I know it's a good product. I had used Sickens on a family cabin. We have a family cabin that has logs, logs and we put it on there. And I think it's a great product for a wall or exterior use. When you want to make wood look natural on the outside, I think Sickens is, is the way to go. When it comes to the surface of a, a deck or a floor, I have not had, uh, I've never used it on a floor because I've heard, I've heard this story over and over again. Somebody put it on there, peeled off. It's too much of a nail polish type product, a coating that mm. sits on the surface. It, anything that sits on the in the surface of a floor doesn't seem to work. And the reason is, is that that floor, that wood, that horizontal surface is constantly expanding and contracting with temperature and humidity changes. And so it's, you know, trying to paint something that moves with a solid coating on the top just doesn't seem to work. Uh, the products that do the best um, are preservatives more so that penetrate and soak into the wood and don't sit on the surface and rub off when you shovel and so on and so forth. So we talked about penifin. There are others that absorb and soak into the wood and help preserve it and give it UV protection, but don't sit on the top and flake off. So look for something like that. That's, that's, this is always the case. And, he, and you know, this sickens project, all of that sickens has got to come off. So, do you got? Do you have a YouTube video, Denny? Of you running that um, that sander on the on the surface on how to do that? <laughs> Did they take pictures of me doing that? No, I fortunately <laughs> I've, I've I've purchased them all and burned oh. them. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. No, I. Uh, right. But that that's right. I mean, you're you're right. You've got to sand that stuff off. It's the only way to you know to go forward. You know. That's right. But okay. with that, uh, and uh, again, the penifin that I used all that, uh, those years ago, it it it's a it penetrates, and that that's and you don't want to put it on too thickly, as you know the directions with that product. You put it on kind of heavily, and yes. then you wipe it off. Yes. You know? Now, right. about a year ago, 
about a year ago, I pried that. Um, I remember sending you some pictures of a cabin project I did. I sanded it. I rented the sander, and I put oh, yeah. some old wood. Twenty. I put down that Cabot's timber oil. I hadn't had luck with Cabot's in the past, but they came out with a product called Australian Timber Oil. And so I put that on that deck last fall, and we'll see how it looks here this spring, and I will report on how that Cabot's product has worked for me so we could talk about it. A lot of times, Penofin is hard to find, so I'd love to find a product we could talk about that's easy to get. A lot of places yeah. have Cabot, so I want to see how that's hold up so I can speak on it intelligently. We'll do that. That'll be the homework then. All right, very good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Luke Panic, if you just joined us, uh, Luke, as uh, you, you know, you built uh, your. Uh, when did you finish building your home? How long ago was that? I think it's been six years. Okay. Uh, here's a question that it may not really be related to that, but it's uh, something that we've never dealt with before. Uh, just your opinion: Does co- converting stairs from carpeted to oak treads and risers add resale value to a house? Do you think? Just a comment. That that would be a question for a realtor, but I would say uh, no. I would say that that is really a specific, um, a, you know, a preference. Someone might prefer the oak. They might prefer the they might prefer the carpet. So you're guessing as to who is going to buy that house and if it's going to increase its value. I don't think that that would, if you had an appraisal done before and after, I do not think that that would have an impact on yeah, the appraisal. That makes sense. Let's grab a phone call from Jerry, who's calling in uh, from uh, St. Paul this morning. Jerry, you're on CCO with Luke Panic. Yes, sir. Uh, Luke, I have a question for you. When you uh, Linus builds uh, decks and they have to put in footings, I know you can use concrete, but do you ever use uh, treated timbers uh, to do the footings rather than concrete? Uh, well, Jerry, you certainly can. Um, there's a way to do that. The, the six by six or, or a timber can be used as a post and used subgrade, but it still has to rest on something with a bigger diameter. So uh, you can put a concrete base and then connect that um, that post to a concrete base and then backfill with something that drains like pea gravel or sand, something like that. Um, it, so yes and no. You can put uh, timbers or six by six that are 0.6 treated in the ground down past the frost line, but they do have to rest on something that is in a bigger diameter than just a timber. So it would have to be at least, you know, depending on the deck and the weight that it's holding, it usually has to be at least a 12-inch diameter concrete footing uh, to sit on uh, to hold up the deck. You, and then some cases you can put down uh, pea gravel or some sort of rock. But the, most inspectors, they want that connection. They want a concrete or a steel connection from the footing to the post so that the post can't lift and pull away from that concrete footing. So and they want a concrete or a steel connection from the footing to the post so that the post can't lift and pull away from that concrete footing. So uh, that's what I can tell you on that. All right. At this point, let's take a quick break. Luke, we'll be back on the other side with the remaining minutes of our Home Improvement Show. 651-461-9226 is our phone and text number here on the Home Improvement Show, presented by Linda's Construction. 21 degrees here in the Twin Cities at the moment. Another breezy day. 21, our current temp, uh, heading for a high later today near 34. Stay with us on News Talk 830 WCCO.
Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the remaining minutes of our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those uh, folks? Uh, the easiest number to remember, 844-9-LINDUS, 844-9-L-I-N-D-U-S. This morning, our friend Luke Panic, who is, among other things, the deck and port specialist with Lindus Construction, answering any and all home improvement questions today, especially if you have a question about decking. Uh, uh, here's one that's kind of related, uh, Luke. Uh, Texter says, we have a large cedar-sided lake home. It is showing some areas where it has dark areas. It is coated with, I'm not sure what this is, a duckback coating. No peeling. Uh, comes from Paul and Maple Lake. So what do you think as far as the cedar-sided home that has some areas that are kind of darkened? Usually that happens lower to the ground where you get backsplash from the ground, water contact with the soil splashing up on the siding and discoloring it in a dark gray fashion around the bottom. Um, I would guess that that's what that is, and that's usually mildew or, or and or dirt. Uh, the other thing that can look dark in color is uh, any sort of black mold or mildew growing on natural cedar siding. So I, I suggest just like a deck, especially a, a natural cedar-sided house should be washed. You know, it's once a year would be great, uh, but even, you know, every other year, whatever, to get whatever pollen, dust, and dirt that are blowing around constantly in the air settle and get stuck on the house. I mean, I always, the analogy is if you were to park your uh, your car out in the yard for a year and then go run your finger across the windshield, you're going to get a grime and a dust buildup that ends up everywhere on everything outside. So, and that's where the, the bacteria and, and the, the you know, whatever biology happens outside, that's where it happens is on that stuff that collects on the siding. So washing it off is really important to avoid this, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Just a general question. Is it costly, do you think, to replace a stringer that's rotting in the area of a dryer vent outlet, 2 by 12 A stringer. i I'm going to guess they mean a joist um, and by a dryer vent. So uh, I guess I'm hoping this is a deck question. What happens is a lot of times decks are mounted and they the basement bathroom has an exhaust vent and it's blowing humidity out and that humidity has caused a joist to rot. Probably the easiest thing to do is to uh, install a brand new one right next to the old one and leave the old one there. Uh, sometimes it's really tough to get that old joist out because the old uh, joist hanger brackets are difficult to remove. And depending on how it's anchored, it could be lagged into the, uh, the way. Now we have pull-away brackets that are difficult to remove also. So uh, if the joist is easily removed, yeah, you can put in a new joist. Um, but probably the safest bet is to put a new one right next to the old one and, you know, fasten them together and then put an inside bracket on both ends of that to help hang transfer the weight to the beam in the house so it would be my suggestion. Okay. Here's a text, uh, Luke. It says, uh, thank you, Luke and Denny. Uh, we have a capped gas line outdoors to our covered cement patio off our townhome. Do we need a special grill to run natural gas to the grill? And do we need a licensed service to connect it? It comes from Lisa, Lisa in, uh, in Blaine. Well, I would hire a yeah, plumber, well, I think. <laughs> Well, it'd be an HVAC guy uh, that would do the gas line. And, yes, you should have somebody hook that up professionally. When you go buy a fixture, 
you know, we just talked about this actually with the with Napoleon, because uh, you have a choice. If we put a new, if we build in a kitchen on your deck, you can have natural gas hooked up to it, so you don't have to mess around with the propane tanks. That's pretty handy. Um, you, but the fixture itself, the orifices that control the device are different from propane to natural gas. So when you buy that fixture, you need to know. Are you using propane? Are you using natural gas? The company that you buy it from will outfit that fixture with the correct uh, piping so that it, it, it can run natural gas or, or, or propane. So it is important. It has to be, you have to know what's being used. It's the same with a gas dryer or drying your clothes. If you live out in the country and you have a propane tank or if you live in the city and you have natural gas, it's got to be, it's got to have the right, uh, got to have the right fittings. But whoever you buy it from, uh, can do that conversion. Luke, we have a couple of minutes to go on the show. Another Texas is composite deck construction. Uh, in composite deck construction, is it better to use non-wood posts, beams, and ledger boards? Well, uh, yes, I think so. Uh, the wood is uh, wood is the the downside with treat, normal treated wood. Of course, is over time it wants to shrink, crack, and warp. And so most of the decks that we're doing now, we're using uh, all steel framing, um, and we're having a lot of success with it. It looks sharp. It doesn't crack and warp like lumber does. Uh, lumber's great, and, and wood is great, but it's still – the real issue is that as that lumber moves over time and the synthetic materials that are fastened down to it don't move as much – the synthetic materials can warp and crack and, and move because the wood that they're screwed to is moving. So the best is to use a steel frame. And then I would say the second best would be used uh, kiln dried lumber. That's been uh, moisture has been removed from it for the most part. So it's, it's more stable at least. All right. Luke, we have less than a minute to go. Give us the lowdown on that uh, free installation on LeafGuard. Yeah, so best time right now. We're we're really pushing LeafGuard to get to get started. It's going to be probably one of the the the, the cheapest times to buy it is this uh, is right now. So free installation labor on LeafGuard. You probably I don't know Andy does the marketing, but you probably won't see that discount again until the state fair maybe. Uh, so jump on if you're thinking about gutters. This is a great time to have us out and see what we can do. Um, yeah. And and uh, or if you wanna if you're thinking about a um, an outdoor kitchen, or well, we'd love to come out. If you have an existing deck, we could, it doesn't have to be a new deck. We can do an outdoor kitchen on the deck that you have, um, which is something new for us. And if you're excited about that, give us a call. We'll come out and show you our new products. Excellent. Great idea. That sounds like a fun deal, that, uh, that out, uh, outdoor kitchen. Luke, thank you so much for the uh, help today, and uh, I know we'll connect soon. We will. Take care, Danny. All right, very good. Luke Panic. If you want to get in touch with Lindis Construction, 844-9-LINDIS. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the chilly weather. 21 degrees here in the Twin Cities.